You know how you know we're getting close to spring? Because today we're going to talk about what our favorite things to grow is because damn it, we're probably not growing them yet. Right here (laughs) on the Backyard Gardens podcast, what we love to grow. To have a good harvest, one must plant good seeds and must also use the right kind of fertilizer. The carrots have grown large and firm. How good they will taste. Welcome to the Backyard Gardens Podcast, where we talk about all things gardening and give the information out for you to be successful in your garden, whether it's your first or your last. We are your hosts, Ben, the Backyard Gardener, and Batavia, the Front Yard Gardener. One in the country. One in the city. Now get ready as we dig deep into this wonderful world of gardening, as we learn to grow and grow for change. Uh, If you're watching the YouTube video, that last head bob was just me teasing Batavia all day long. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. (laughs) Because I'm sassy today, not Batavia. Yeah, welcome to what every conversation ends up being like between (laughs) us, whether it's our minute 10 or hour three, right? You got to get some of that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's what keeps it spicy, though. Mm -hmm. But hey, I love you, buddy. Even, I love you too. Look, even besides that, <laughs> despite <Yeah>. that. <laughs> You'll keep me around for a little bit? Uh, just a little bit longer. Okay. Whew. I was getting nervous. Mm-hmm. So um, before we get started, we have two things. One, hit up that giveaway, baby. Direct yeah. selling closes May 1st. And then also we have a question. They're starting to come back in. Yeah. Which I, <laughs> I kind I'm of have to get back into the groove of like the appropriate bell ringing when it comes to these things. You'll now, get it. So. You'll get yeah. it. Uh-huh. I'm out of practice. I kind of figured that over the winter they would die off, and then mm-hmm. and this and now they're starting to come back. So mm-hmm. here's one that I years ago I thought I knew the answer to, and then I learned that I didn't, and then I learned that I did, and then I learned that I didn't, and now mm-hmm. I'm comfortable with my answer. Okay. And it's a simple question. Mm-hmm. Do you think using tires for planters could be harmful? Uh, you know, I I think it could be harmful, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I choose not, I've not researched this a bit. Um, that much. I choose not to grow um, in them like for vegetables and things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they make some beautiful kind of decorative arrangements for flowers. Um, so are you going to walk us through the back and forth, back and forth? Or are you just going to tell us what you know oh, to I be can. the answer? I can do whatever you want to do. Yeah. Let's fast forward to what you know to be the answer. Uh, I would say no. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. why not? Um, All of just... the bad things have already kind of seeped out. Well... <laughs> You know, it's one of those things, and I'm with you about the whole, like, I don't think they're beautiful, but I think it's a great way to repurpose. Mm -hmm. And I think that gardeners in general are big repurposers. And, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're listening to this and you are a repurposer, let us know, because I would like to know if I'm correct or not. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, it's a good way to repurpose. But when it comes down to it, it's like, you know, you got to think about what's food grade and what's not food grade. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And even then, like... I grow in buckets that aren't food grade. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I'll they're use. They're so easy to come. Well, they're so easy to come by for me. Yeah. 
food grade buckets, right? I mean, you can get food grade busca- buckets, but it's a hell of a lot easier to run in the store and buy one for a dollar twenty five. That's not food grade, yeah. but you know, the rubber is just not food grade. So, mm-hmm. I my suggestion is just don't do it. Wait, I thought you know she, I I mean? the question was, is it harmful? And then I, your answer yes. seemed to be no. No. Yes, it is harmful because it's not food grade. Sorry. Okay. okay all right, Did okay, I no totally worries. misspeak that? I don't remember now. If I felt I heard you as no, it's not harmful. Well, so I, I, hope, I was waiting your, on your explanation as to why not. Well, we're going to go ahead and base it on the fact that somebody didn't listen to the first two minutes and then be like, oh, he said, nope, good. We're going to leave. So. Yeah. No, you um, you should not. I don't think, and I and it broke my heart because I had access to a lot of tires at one point, mm-hmm. and they are perfect for growing like potatoes and stuff in. Mm-hmm. But um, I was scavenged. So um, as a note, because we're gonna talk about favorite vegetables to grow. Don't hold on. We're gonna get there. But as a note, I um in the spring is a favorite time for mine because you know returning to the outdoors, yada, yada, yada. Um, but it's also a great time to scavenge. And I'm yeah. a firm believer of, especially in the city where I'm at, you know, I take the long route. I drive through alleys um, in the daytime. Um, and so there's so many things that people are throwing out and tossing out. I have, um, you can't see it here, but there is a little kind of stand, like a magazine stand here. Uh-huh. I picked up, I have, a, I mean, I have all kinds of stuff that, I've repurposed. Um, and I remember collecting um, tires from like this whole tire shop. And I was like, you know, every time I do, it, I feel like I'm MacGyver or something. I'm like, you know, creeping through, you know, the night and putting them in my truck. And then when I got home, I started poking around. And I'm just like, uh, maybe not. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and so I ended up putting them back in my alley. Um, and you know, someone comes around and pick them up. Well, but. and I mean, think about this. I used to be a mechanic back in the day and mm-hmm. we would have tires out back and we would spray transmission fluid inside of them and mm-hmm. WD 40 because mm-hmm. the mosquitoes would live in there ah, okay. and it would deter them from laying eggs. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of, and I know, look, that was in my younger days. I get it. It's, yeah. You did what? But yes, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what we did. And guess what? That's what people still do. So even if you go get it, like you're harmless and they don't even mm-hmm. think about it. And that stuff is sitting in your tire with water yeah. and then you're going to go planting in it. So, yeah, you know, and I'm not one for being like, well, what if they use pesticides? That's not really mm-hmm. my gig mm-hmm. usually. So, yeah. So I you said that they can't necessarily be pretty. I've seen people do things like paint them. Yes. Spray paint them. I think those make for very great um kind of you know it's garden art when it comes to flowers so sure. you know i'm for that um but i think that's, then you can kind of that's your opinion and you're you're entitled to it i don't like the oh. way they look oh thanks thanks appreciate that yeah 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 <laughs> i just don't like the way they look uh-huh, uh-huh. so anyway but, all right well i mean i think that's an interesting question i think there's a whole set of conversations around kind of what to and what shouldn't you use it's interesting because i was doing a garden walk because they're back and it's like 50 degrees this morning and i'm excited about it um and i was looking at my the cage baby Uh so the truth moment the cage baby the um, garden beds themselves are cedar wood and I have tried to use cedar wood, which when I was building these things, I mean, it was super expensive or 
then right more than like you know any other kind of wood now the price of lumber is crazy but anywho there's cedar but the cage baby itself is pressure treated right and so when it came because they were built at two separate times when it came to um building that and trying to measure the cost i was conscious of it but i'm like you know let's just be realistic i'm not growing in like on next to the cage right and maybe i made an excuse for myself but I was also looking at how good that wood still looked after a whole winter. <laughs> have you um, have you looked into using pressure treated wood, like read yeah, up on it? Yeah, and I've I've gone with the um, what they use now to treat the wood in the yeah. last like ten or twelve years yeah. can be deemed safe. You know, I think it's again. It's how far you want to look into a thing, how much you want to believe a thing, how much well, you think- want to consider natural chemicals versus not. Um, so I'm not there's not a high horse that I ride when it comes to that. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you right now, I just replaced all my garden beds and pressure treated and I am here to sing it from the top of the mountain that I did it. And anybody who has something to say about it, you know what you can do because I looked it up. And I did pressure treated before and I got berated. Mm-hmm, and this mm-hmm. is before I did any of this. It was mm-hmm. privately and I got beat up. You're going to let that stuff leach into your garden. It's going to kill you. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I look at it. I'm glad that you're still alive. I am very much so alive. Mm-hmm. I don't have cancer of any sort. Mm-hmm. I've been screened. I'm good to go. But this was before that change happened in the chemicals. <laughs> okay so now it's different and i had another guy down the road he is a builder yeah and he was explaining to me the whole process behind pressure treated and everything and that came up in conversation and he was like i would use it in a heartbeat he was like it's totally mm-hmm. different now mm-hmm. and it's just i guess they treated it with arsenic before and now they don't so yeah. and you know it's like think about it this way you do everything in your garden organically everything and then you use pressure treated wood is that necessarily going to offset everything that a factory farm, which is what a lot of people are worried about, and that's why they start gardens? Sure. Is, is it, do you think that's worse than everything they spray? Yeah. Or everything that's genetically spliced into a seed? I mean... So, I'm okay with you using, and not that you're looking for my permission, you, no. you or anyone else, but I'm okay with you using pressure-treated wood. I think we all have choices, but I, I think that the argument is nuanced. So if I have this rusty, you know, pot, but I have some great ingredients that I'm cooking in and I'm tossing them into that rusty pot, you know? So, I mean, I think the the thing that I, um, always struggle with, you know, cause I'm a fighter for the people and I, it sounds like I say that in jest, but it's true, right? Yeah. I, um, it really pisses me off when we get on the high horse and we bully people, Right. You know, so there is full on like like you say, like everything stopping short of saying you're going to die. Like, I can't believe you're putting that in your guard. We've seen that with material. We've seen that with types of um, I'm like spitting mad. Right. We've seen that with types of vegetables like you're buying seeds from this place or this place. Like, you know, we've seen that when it comes to how you treat your garden, when it comes to, you know, harmful you know harming pollinators or not right like they're things i believe in but i am not going to preach to you about what you should do people come to things in their own time um i just it just it's yeah we shouldn't have started off with this because you get me fired up i know well and i mean really the way i look at it is if you ask i'll tell you but Mm -hmm. like i wouldn't say anything you know what i mean and it's like people that use like miracle grow and stuff like that like Mm -hmm. and we've said it before like good use it yeah yeah. Whatever. 
You know what yeah. I mean? It's not going to kill you. Yeah. It's not. I um I, no, I, I think it's exactly that when you ask. Remember the 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 guy that was like um I have a collard greens video from last year and it's interesting because I don't normally do this, but I think it's a great tactic for my collard greens. It was, you know, midsummer, like August or something. I harvested a, a just a whole mess of collards and while I keep them covered and they're mostly clean, if you will, you still have residue, you know, bug droppings, all of that stuff. So I had the hose and I was doing a kind of a pre-rinse, right? So I rinsed them all off with the hose and ultimately I took them inside and did a few different washings. And so this is on my YouTube channel at Be Better Garden. Uh, And so he commented (laughs) talking, basically saying like, um, it's great that you're growing the vegetables. Like, I don't know if he said that, but he's like, you're going to die based on, you know, using that hose and, and the, the material the hose is made out of. And that's been sitting out all day. And I'm just like, thanks for stopping by. If yeah. I would have seen that comment, I can, you want me to tell you exactly what I would have said? What's that? You pretentious <laughs> bastard. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. How yeah. many people that are listening to this show spent their childhood drinking out of hoses and how many people sitting here right now that listen to that show are still alive? Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. all I got to say. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, give yeah. me a break. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that we, when we know better, we do better. But then I yeah. look and say, like, what do you think I'm watering my garden with? You know? And, I, you know, you know, people are on the interweb. Um, but, you know, it didn't phase me any because... It I makes me so mad, though, that people do that. <laughs> it's like, come on. You just, yeah. you literally look for a reason to belittle belittle somebody so yeah well that was like two minutes into the like a five minute video so he was halfway there you know (laughs) hey thanks for your two minutes pal yeah right (laughs) and if you guys want to know about really what we feel about it because we're just about to move on i'm calling it you can go back and listen to our social uh, media gardening episode um Mm -hmm. that will kind of break down a lot of this stuff for you um but you know just be safe I would not plant in tires, but if you plant in tires and I see it, I won't say anything because that's your garden, not mine. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. and um, I don't have a strong feeling either way. So, that being said, why don't we do this? Why don't mm-hmm. we take a minute mm-hmm. for our sponsor okay. and then we'll come back. All right. And everybody will be nice and calm and collected with our new subject. All right, everybody. Now that it's spring, we're going to do one more giveaway to get seeds in your garden. And we're going to do our direct seed sowing giveaway, which happens to be Ben's favorite giveaway. (laughs) Shockingly enough. Giveaway closes on May 1st, 2021. And Batavia is going to let you know one of the ways to enter. So one of the ways to enter is by going to backyardgardenstv.com and enter your email address. With this, you'll be entered into the May 1st giveaway and all future giveaways. And then for an extra entry, head over to YouTube to the Backyard Gardens YouTube channel and watch the video Gardeners Love Spring. Watch it, like it, and leave a comment telling us what your favorite thing to either grow in your garden is or your favorite thing about spring gardening. That way, we know more about you and you might win our seeds. Now on to our regularly scheduled program. All right, now that we've moved on, and we even said we weren't going to do that anymore and we did it. So shame on you, Batavia. You brought it up. Yeah, shame on me because I'm still scrolling to go back to the comment. Like maybe I was more upset about it. All right, I'm moving on. I moved on. So, um... Favorite vegetables. What do we yeah. got? Yeah. What do we got? Uh, well, we're going to get it out of the way because if you've ever listened to an episode, 
of the Backyard Gardens podcast, you know tomatoes. Um, I'm going to be more specific. How though. are you going to start in the summer? Oh, do we want to back up? We want to oh, back yeah. up. Let's start in the all spring. Right, all, right, all right. Let's do uh, brassicas. Oh, okay, okay. Well, we're starting in the spring, but I'm going to talk about brassicas. Not necessarily having grown them in the spring, but I have enjoyed them and grown them before. Right back to the you know poisonous water hose. Oh, I haven't let it go. Have Look, I? Let it go. <laughs> Collard greens. I my dropped my favorite. my limit of f bombs for the show, yeah. so don't get me riled up. You're yeah, good. Yeah, that's like that's like the um, platinum level f bomb that you dropped too. Just so you know, know. like that's because <laughs> I got super fired up. Yeah, yeah. Um, Collard greens are my favorite. Hands down, my favorite brassica. I think maybe I'll get one more shot at brassicas. Um, And it's interesting because for me, it's probably I use it and prepare it in the least versatile ways. Like I don't I don't do a lot of different things with collard greens and I'm just fine with that. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. I mean, I think you, you like or love what you love, you know. Yeah. I think when I think of vegetables that you do the least with collard greens is right up there and mm-hmm. it's still good. Yeah. I mean, so there are things like collard green wraps. You know, I've heard a person or two use them for smoothies. Um, you can Ooh. obviously when they're. Yeah. when oh, That's a yeah, that's a Ooh. strong taste there. You can um, when they're younger, they could make for um, really good salad greens versus when they're a little bit older, they get to be a little bit tougher. Um, but for me in collard, it's like absolutely the way i grew up on them it's a pot of southern collard greens right like i want all of the nutrition from that green in that pot liquor right yeah. <laughs> you know? like, um so so yeah that's my absolute favorite I, I was thinking about this before we we started and i'm wondering is it a favorite because i've had such great luck growing it you know any of these or is it a favorite because it's a favorite and for collards i'm suddenly settling on it's a favorite because it's a favorite actually right now and i think you've already heard part of this in a, my garden update i continue to kill collard green so there's that it's not like i've had a lot of success when i'm starting them indoors so um we'll see this year if i need to go out and buy some starts but anyway yeah collards collards favorite. I, i've had a pretty good year with collards so far so i think what we should do Wait, too this is we, year this year or, yeah okay yeah mm-hmm. yeah like right now i'm mm-hmm. having a good collard year good on you yeah it is good on me i except for i'm growing the wrong kind Oh, I'm growing, growing a container variety and I don't oh. I didn't want a container variety, but I was like, ah, I got the seeds. So yeah. I've got to um, I've got to graduate from the container variety next year. So. Yeah. Oh, for me, yeah, br- let's do let's do big boy collard greens, big girl collard greens. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> hey, look, I was trying to be cheap and just use what I had. Mm-hmm, you know, it's mm-hmm. not the end of the world. Oh, for me, my favorite brassica, I would have to say it's going to be. Well, truth be told, I'm going to have to say it's broccoli. I knew it. Yeah. Oh, I feel good about knowing just a little bit about you. And how does that, how does that surprise you? Well, I mean, but it's not like you've had like a stellar broccoli growing career, though. No, I. you know what? Broccoli mm-hmm. is notoriously kind of difficult to grow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I've always struggled with it, but I love broccoli. So, yeah. um, my uh, neighbor, I was out um, doing some garden cleanup. If you've heard the uh, mini so mom 
tells us to get out and clean our garden. So I, I was listening and um, this is a neighbor two doors over and we were talking and she's like, oh, you're good now. And she's like, are you growing anything different? And so then I, I felt like the immediate need to list off the things but also keep to myself like, but I've never been successful at them. Like, you know, like I, yeah. when I talk about these things, it's like I want to confess. So broccoli was one of those that I've never successfully grown a head of broccoli. You know? Oh, you um, haven't? I've have never. Nope. So I have good years and I have bad years mm-hmm. and it's never like in between. So like <laughs> this year is we'll, we'll see. But um, I have had, you know, last year was not an overly good year, but that was me. That was piss poor planning on my part. Mm-hmm. So and I mean, I like broccoli. I like broccoli raw. Yeah. I like broccoli with just soy sauce steamed. I like broccoli casserole. I like broccoli mm-hmm. and cheese. I like, you know, I like all kinds of broccoli. So, yeah, broccoli is one of those veggies for me where I buy it so infrequently, um, but I always enjoy it when I have it. Yeah, um, we buy it all the time. Yeah. Okay. Right, yeah. Well, there you have it. Yeah. Um, it pisses me off though. It also it makes it's also the vegetable, the brassica that makes me the maddest. So <laughs> come on. You're not gonna leave us there. Oh I am. I'm gonna leave you right there. <laughs> well, let me ask you one question about it since you've had good and bad years. It feels like one of those that um so a head of broccoli is a head of broccoli, like it's not gonna feed a whole family, right? You know, so I'm just thinking about the size of the garden how much broccoli you have to grow to really feel like you've gotten a good crop of broccoli um well first of all broccoli is pretty good because it takes up about about a square foot Mm -hmm. so you can really pack it in Mm -hmm. um that being said i am growing right now i have 18 heads of broccoli growing okay okay again this is not i don't grow to only be my food supply i grow to supplement Yep. So if I'm get if I get twelve of those heads, that's twelve meals, mm-hmm. and then I can go buy another six or seven at the store. So, mm-hmm. you know, either way, yeah. and, and then I'll also let them go to the side shoot if I have time, and then I'll collect the side shoots as well. Yeah, the babies. Yeah, yeah. The but baby see, broccoli. broccoli is notoriously hungry. Mm, oh, yeah, it it's a heavy fed. feeder. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a heavy feeder. So, and that's yeah. where that's where I. I lose it. So, yeah. um, like, I guess I'm, I'm sitting here talking to you about, it. I'm like, well, when I'm done with the podcast, I'm gonna go out there and feed my broccoli. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. and my cauliflower. Yeah. So I think for me though, when like, I agree, I don't eat solely out of my garden, you know, I, w- I don't even know if I want to say one day, but that's another conversation. Um, but I still have to balance the space I have and what I want to eat grow in that space right so if i can look at you know what how many of you said like that's a bed a garden bed for me like i probably wouldn't grow 18 heads of or try to grow 18 uh broccoli plants you know but am i really getting my worth from it if i grow four like i don't know i am going to grow broccoli because damn it it's not going to beat me (laughs) but we'll see uh if it's something that you know really has a home in my garden going forward um yeah okay so my next well you're not doing brassicas anymore are you oh i had one more no hell no it's top tops did i oh okay what's your favorite route you're really you're really moving forward i really can't go i'm moving forward i'm going through it Uh, i'm driving yeah yeah so my favorite route which i've not successfully grown so i'm gonna have to default to my favorite route to eat um i'm gonna say i'm gonna go easy and go carrots 
right? So that's not easy. Well, no, easy when it comes to one to choose, but not okay. easy clearly when it comes to one to grow. So this is absolutely a challenge vegetable for me. I got like what amounted to a baby carrot last year and so excited about it. If you pan through my Instagram page, there's a picture of me like it's my firstborn child, right? You know, mm-hmm. like, um, But it's been difficult for me to grow. I'm hoping for them this year. Um, but it you know very different than the other vegetable that we name there's so many different things that i can do with carrots they keep so long um i eat them in a bunch of different ways um and i unlike when we were children it's like you don't want to eat carrots one of your least favorite things i really enjoy them you know whether it's eating them fresh you know whether it's i eat a lot of salads and so i'll put a whole carrot on a salad you know shaved carrots Mm -hmm. um I love I really, shaved carrots on a salad. Damn, yeah, that's good. It's, it's something about that, that just the change of texture that yeah. compared to eating it's it easier any other to way. eat too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, it's funny because I never used to do it. My grandmother used to when she used to make salads, and again, I was a kid like, uh, uh but. I got a side salad from a restaurant, and they had like this kind of cucumber dressing and the shave, and it was probably like a fourth of a carrot. And I was like, wait a minute. This is how I want every salad, right? Um, So I'd love to get to the point where I have enough carrots to juice. Um, Part of the things that I grow and trying to get the idea of being able to grow a lot of it is to be able to juice at home. Because buying vegetables to juice is so expensive. Um, And so I typically don't do it, but I have a big old juicer underneath my my cabinets or underneath my counter. Um, I'd love to be able to do that. So anyway, carrots. Carrots. See, this is my hardest one. Yeah, because you're you're a lover, man. I'm a a true lover of growing roots. Uh It's, um, It's the equivalent. Growing roots is the equivalent of jumping out of an airplane to me. Because when you get that, you're like, yes, I got something. you don't know something. what the hell is going to happen. You have if you're no gonna... <laughs> clue. Yeah. You have no clue. Like, you pull it up, and you're like, damn, it's just yeah. a little one. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to say, damn it, this is hard. And I'm, I'm going to have to put an asterisk, a big one by this one. I'm going to have to say parsnips, so. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I parsnips, should know that, too. Yeah. You should know that. And yeah. well, actually, you should not know that because it could be a couple different things. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. um, they're a high value crop for me mm-hmm. um, being that. Well, I, I OK. So all year I've said I can't get them in the store. I can't get them in the store. Guess what yeah. I found in the store? Of course you did. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> yeah. But you only get two per pack. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's like three dollars for two, and I was like, yeah. "Well, hell, I got like forty bucks out of my garden this this yeah. winter." But I like them for two reasons: one, because I can sow them in the summertime and mm-hmm. collect them in the winter. I like them because I, when I collect them in the winter, I can leave them in the ground while it's frozen or freezing, and then get them as needed. Yeah, yeah and yeah. I like them because they add a completely different flavor to anything and I use them as potato replacements mm-hmm. so it cuts mm-hmm. down on the starches in my yep. meals mm-hmm. so um you know and I like them because when I pull them up my son goes wow that's a big ass white carrot so <laughs> you know all of those the, things combined I bought the dirtiest parsnips you have ever seen <laughs> from the farmer's market last year they were huge I thought about David when I, I yeah. I'm like I'll take two of those yeah um yeah I've, I'm 
I actually am still reworking my spring garden plan in the midst of spring. And I keep on leaving like two vegetables off and parsnips is one of them. Yeah. Um, but I actually have a, what I believe is a master plan and I'm, I'm so proud of it. I'm not going to share it with you just yet. And I'm really hoping this is the thing that I've been missing. And it just all of a sudden came to me in a dream. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to need to basically do a lot of what's the term. I always forget. Um, plant this week, plant next week, plant the week Successive. after. So, yeah. Succession. I'm going to have to do a lot of that. Because some of these um, vegetables we're talking about, roots in particular, they give a lot. I mean, we saw the the big white carrot, right? You know, the yeah. parsnip. I mean, that's that's what two potatoes worth. You know, yeah. Three, I maybe? mean, it can be. You know, so mm-hmm. yeah. All right. you, you I'm still know. upset about only getting one choice. That's all you get. That's that's the world we live in. You get one shot. If I didn't, if I would have known that, I would have chosen, still chosen collard greens. But yeah, no. I would have contested the one. No, yeah. and you can't okay. go back in your own yeah, secret no. way. I see what yeah. you're doing, and you can't do it. <laughs> I am absolutely plotting and planning in my head. Like, how can I work this other vegetable in? Yeah, all right. Let's no, okay. ma'am. No, right. ma'am. Moving on. What is your favorite legume? Oh, I'm going to go straight. Um, I'm going to go your traditional green bean. Um, that's so, a solid choice, man. Yeah. I mean, I think that it's funny because I paused around the horror associated with, you know, green yeah. beans and me from my childhood. <laughs> <you know>? <laughs> <laughs> it's just amazing how, you know, your mind works and how things shift. Um, but I mean, there was something about it that makes me feel like a gardener and, as the disclaimer, there is not a vegetable that you can grow that makes you a gardener and not, you know, but that's not true. Yes, it is. I know uh, it is. So, <laughs> but when it comes to like that connection, yeah, right. You know, it's like green beans is the thing. And it's the thing I enjoy as well. And all kinds of I mean, soup, look, look, put some green beans in a soup, any soup. Well, maybe not any soup, but um, there's so many different ways that you can prepare them, eating them fresh. So you've not had a green bean. I'm telling you, you've not had a green bean unless you've had a fresh green bean. I beg to Um, differ. I do not like fresh green beans. I know. I just heard everybody's cars slam on brakes. People are going off the road right now. I even I heard I, one I guy under- just jump out of the airplane because I said that. I don't understand. I don't like them fresh. I only can them. Or if I cook them fresh, I cook the crap out of them so they taste like they're canned. My whole family is that way too. It's weird. I still don't understand, but okay. How do you not understand? I, I just don't understand the you. words you're saying. It's almost oh, okay. like there's some translation of the words because what you what I'm hearing can't be. I heard you say you don't like green beans fresh. I but don't that like can't them fresh. Be what you have said, yeah. No, okay. and you, I, you, you know why? And so green beans is an interesting case study for me. Mm-hmm. It's because I was <laughs> Wait, raised we're doing, on. We're doing case studies now. <laughs> yeah, because I was raised on eating them canned. I never mm-hmm. ate a fresh mm-hmm. green bean until I had a garden, and I, I just I just don't yeah. like it. You know. Yeah, I mean, I think um, frozen green beans that were thawed and boiled, you know, uh, canned green beans, like grew up on that as well, right? Um, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm going to move on. Um, So green beans, yeah, in a number of different ways you can eat them. Um, They are a giving crop too, you know. So it's funny because are you hearing the reasons why we love a thing is different for each vegetable? Are you Mm -hmm. hearing that? Yeah. Okay. 
Green beans. I'm with you too. Um, so I'm for the case of the show, I'm going to go a little bit different than green beans, mm-hmm. but I do love green beans and they are, it's neck and neck with snow peas. And the reasoning is, is basically the same. So the only thing about the snow peas is one, again, it's a high value crop, mm-hmm. you know, a quarter pound, or I think it's for me in the store here, it's like four ninety nine for a half pound and okay. I can get a half pound a day when I do it right. So, you know, you're talking big time savings. And second of all, the same thing with the green bean is it produces, man. And you're Mm -hmm. out there and you've Mm -hmm. got to tend it and you've got to take care of it. And it's something that provides you something to bring in the house every single day. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and you go out there and you pick those green beans or those snow peas and I come in the house and I'm like... Look at what I got in the garden today. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, it's just impressive looking. It makes you uh-huh. feel good. Yeah. It makes you happy. Um, and it'll work the shit out of you, though. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you. I did have literally this morning I was walking outside and I was saying, oh, I need to ask you this. And I forgot to ask you before we started. Um, is there a too cold temperature to plant snow peas in? They say as soon as the ground's workable. Okay. Okay. They they say so. I mean, I've seen people move snow aside. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, you know, so but listen, oh, go ahead. Um, I don't want the person that remembers this conversation last year to bring this up. And, so why are you bringing it up? And for everyone that doesn't remember it, forget what I'm about to say. Uh, so there's an episode last year where I'm like, all right, all right, you know, you beat me up enough. I'm going to go outside and plant snow peas. And I totally didn't. <laughs> but like, I am going to plant snow peas this week. And so this episode will air a little bit later, just so y'all know. Um, but I'm planting snow peas this week. Like, I'm, I need to get something in the ground now. I need to yeah. feed the earth. That's, and that's another um, reason why I like snow peas, because it's first. Mm. Mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. is first to go in. Now, another reason why I like them is because I like them raw in the garden. Mm-hmm. It's one of the few things that I eat while I'm standing in the garden by the fistful. Yeah. And the second <laughs> thing is when it grows, it's really slow to start. Yeah. And once it gets to about that first rung on your trellis and it starts to grip, it seems like that's when it takes off. Mm-hmm, so. Mm-hmm. You say like you can plant it early, but I don't, I honestly don't know if it's beneficial to plant it that early, Mm -hmm. you know, but at the same time, like, what does it hurt? Yeah. Yeah. We're still expected to get some freezing temps is the bed I plan on planting them in. It's workable, but we still expect to get some freezing temps. But by the time we do listen now, (laughs) (laughs) that's a different, that's a different cadence for listen now. I need you to know that. Um, That's trouble. (laughs) Yeah. That means Ben, shut up, Ben. (laughs) Um, it's going to, uh, I mean, they probably, they probably won't germinate before the freezing temps come and go. So we'll see. So mine, I've had it in the ground for about a solid six weeks mm-hmm, and they've mm-hmm. been through 20 degrees. Okay. 15, not 15, you know, 25, 27, mm-hmm. 80 degree days. They've been through the whole gamut yeah. and oh. they're coming up. So, okay. um, I think it's, it, you know, it comes, I think they just have a, a, a lighter temperature to let them grow. You know what I mean? Like I um, soil no. temperature oh, doesn't okay. have to okay. be as high. Okay. That didn't come out right. but um, And also it's, it's okay. a nitrogen fixer, supposedly. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I put the supposedly in for you, and we don't need to harp on that, but, um, you know, 
all of our regular listeners will know that like there's questions about a lot of these things from both of us and Batavia's mm-hmm. in particular like I don't know about the nitrogen fixer so so and just I, for those that haven't picked up Ben is the director of our episodes um, <laughs> however you're doing way too much directing today man like <laughs> you literally why? you gave me you gave me the seed and then you're like but that's all we're gonna say about that it's like <laughs> I want to say more. All right, no, what do you want to say? On. I'll give that's you two it. minutes that's to say. I, that's all I need. That's all I need. We Don't got a know? whole garden to go through. A whole year's worth of gardening. I understand. Favorite nightshade. I know. Just get it out. Yeah. Tomatoes. Oh. <laughs> do it. Do it. Do I'm it. sorry. I'm sorry. I just, you know. so there's a part of me that's generally critical of myself and sometimes I go through like really and I I actually get excited looking at pictures of tomatoes from gardens Um, so I mean please tag and Ben's gonna love it please please tag BYG podcast (laughs) on your tomatoes this year because I want to be happy and you all can make me happy yeah it's um so um the only way that growing up I can remember eating tomatoes are in things like soups and stews, like vegetable soup and fresh in salads, right? Like a side salad, you know, with a meal was a big thing kind of growing yeah. up. Um, now I can't remember like the taste of tomatoes back then. They were almost always store bought. Um, but now unlike some of the other vegetables, I will find a way to eat every type of tomato. There is not a, f- a fresh garden tomato that I've grown and eaten that I didn't like. Now there's some that I didn't love, but there are not any that I didn't like. Um, so, so is it safe to say that you are a tomato connoisseur? You know what? Um, not yet. I not was yet? going, okay. yeah, I was going through, um, so uh, truth moment, you don't know what you don't know until you you know until you know it, right? So Whoa, I just got lost in that, but yeah, I got no, you. I did too. I, I went through, <laughs> went back through it through my head and said, if it doesn't make sense, I just need to move on. Let me move on. I'm directing this part. Go um, for so, it. <laughs> there were like, I mean, obviously, I knew there were different types of tomatoes, but I had no idea that there were hundreds of types of tomatoes, right? Right. And I mentioned this before. Like, I think I. I haven't researched it, but someone said, and because I want to believe this, I'm going to believe it, like up to 400 different types. Remember I was saying I did the math of like how long it would take me to grow, to grow all of them. But this morning, this is a good day for me. So all of these thoughts have been in my head this morning. Uh, This morning I thought, I'm going to commit to growing all of them. Period. Do it. So, so are you doing something new this Period year? Poo. I'm growing different types of tomatoes this year. Yeah. Good. Um, so, what I, is the number that you're up to now? Oh, I don't know. Okay, don't we're know. not that I far into the plan. Yeah, yet. we're not that far into it. But I, um, one of the challenges that I have, and this is a challenge if you have other vegetables that you really like, one of the challenges that I have is growing the the things I know that will perform, like my standbys, like having yeah. room for those, but then also having room to, you know include those new ones right and then there is that small piece of like you really need to to be able to use these tomatoes so that's going to be one of the things i donate the most probably is going to be tomatoes because you know 
So what I'm are growing you growing this year? What varieties are you growing? Yeah, I was trying to look at my notes, man. I don't remember. Um, I'm doing like a Cherokee purple. I'm doing a um, a standard. I'm doing like three types of um, paste tomatoes, the Amish tomato. I'm doing your classic Roma. Uh, there's like one more variety, uh, the Sans Marzono. I'm doing that for your um, your... What would we just call them? Paste tomatoes. Um, I'm doing a, like, it's mortgage lifter. It's supposed to be like a huge tomato. So it's a slicer. Um, I'm doing uh, like one more or two more. And it's kind of the mixed tomato. I love buying the mixed colored tomatoes, like the salad sized tomatoes from the store. So I'm going to try to grow those. Um, I'm doing tomatoes in containers again. I'm going up in size for containers. I'm growing them in the ground. Um, I think the number is still upwards of a dozen or more. So tomato plants. So I'm growing, and this is all for you, by the way. I'm growing um, orange banana tomatoes. Oh. Um, my personal excitement is Honest Abe's. Okay, um, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm just yeah. Solid name, can't uh-huh. go away from it. Um, brandy wine, which I'm not overly excited about. Mm-hmm. And, I'm hoping uh, for better luck for you than I had with brandy wine. Oh, I might not even put it in my garden. So yeah, I haven't yeah, I decided you. yet. And then um, blue cream cherry tomatoes and um, my personal favorite um, husk tomatoes or some people call them ground cherries. Mm-hmm. So um, now I asked you if you were a connoisseur because I want to know the truth. Is there really that much different in taste in the different varieties? Yeah, I think it's a different and I ha- finally found my list and... It's 13 different types of tomatoes. This year? And it makes me warm and gushy inside. Yeah. Right. Um, compared, compared to like seven different types of tomatoes last year. Um, so it absolutely is. But one of the things with tomatoes, that's one of the plants that you will absolutely influence the taste of. Right. So tomatoes are mostly water. Right. Mm-hmm. Your watering habits when you pick them, all of those things fold into how sweet or not that tomato is going to be, you know, every tomato isn't designed to be sweet. So all of those things influence what you're going to get. Um, and while I haven't mastered that, I am very well, you know, kind of aware of it. Um, there are some tomatoes that I grow them one year and they're, they were great. The next year it's kind of like blah, you know? Um, so real quick rundown because we're still here. Looking at the time, Cherokee purple, pineapple, old Germ- German, mortgage lifter, big boy, because early girl, because it's early. Uh, San Marzono, I think it's pronounced, Amish yep. paste, Roma, green zebra, because I love it. Chef's blend is the one that I talked about with the kind of salad style, different colors. Um, I don't remember honey honeycomb. I don't even remember having that one and sweetheart patio. And I have two tomato plants that this is the surprise. I that volunteer in a container I brought inside and they started to germinate in January and because I can't help myself I let it grow transferred it it's still in my it was still in my um grow room in March yep and I'm almost certain they're cherry tomatoes which I'm not crazy about I enjoy them but you know anyway um I'm gonna plant at least one of them in a container just to see do it so I'm, right, I'm going to step back because you gave me a, I appreciate you. You gave me a lot of runway with that one. I gave you a lot. I gave yeah, you a lot and yeah. I'm going to give you a lot. And yeah. I, I do want to add to it. So for me, 
I don't like the taste of raw tomatoes. And I try every year. And I made a commitment two years ago. I said, if somebody serves me tomatoes, I will not remove them. And I don't. I get through it. Just an effort to try it. I like them cooked. I like them, you know, sauces. And I grow them solely to can. Yeah. I will say this, though. I cannot have a garden without a tomato in it because I love the smell of a tomato plant. Mm-hmm. Love it. So right now, yeah. my seedlings, I'm rubbing my hands in them and smelling yeah. them. I love the smell. It's, it it's smells amazing. like the garden. Yeah. It smells I- like a garden. I appreciate that because I could literally feel myself getting like my eyes getting weepy. I can see it. Yeah. I didn't mean yeah. to, but I could yeah. see it. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's I, you probably know. the only thing in the garden that I really want people to enjoy. Like me, yeah. like I really, really want you to, I really, really want you to. Otherwise, you know, I'm kind of like, I get it, you know? Yeah. But, so my right. favorite um, nightshade would be a pepper. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm not really picky on the pepper, but if I really had to choose, I would say a hot pepper mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. it's amazing that you can grow something that can cause that much pain. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember, mean, some of them, too. My best girlfriend was like, I don't understand why you want to eat something that causes you pain. <laughs> That's how I roll, man. I'm like, I don't understand it either, but do you want it or not? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's just, it amazes me. And it's one thing I've learned too is the hotter the pepper, like, well, and I don't know this for a fact, but like I grew habaneros one year because mm-hmm. I just wanted a couple. Mm-hmm. It was the most productive plant I've ever grown. Interesting. Yeah. It just kept, and I was like, I can't, I can't eat these. Like there's, mm-hmm. I can't do anything about it. So, yeah. Um, I did take a different turn this year. And I'm growing um, lipstick peppers this year. So I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah. It's supposed to be the sweetest pepper in the world. Oh, interesting. Supposedly. So, okay. um, but, you know, I'm also growing some, I'm growing a, a grande jalapeno. So, oh, do you have those seeds? Yeah. Um, they're not very good. So I plant, they're, they're a little old. Mm-hmm. So I planted a whole pack. Yeah. And I got eight seedlings out of a whole pack. Okay. Can you <laughs> so, save some seeds yes. for me for that? Yeah. Yeah, I definitely. Yeah. So this year, I'm, my goal is to save everything that I'm growing a seed. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yes, I will save you some seeds. Okay. Yeah. I've been looking around and wasn't able to find like, you know, at a reasonable price, those particular seeds. So the one thing about a pepper and it's just, I feel like it's underrated, you know, in a lot of folks gardens. And I feel like peppers that we purchase in stores are just watered down like, they're garbage know, man they're and, totally and garbage i was um i had bought um chile rellanos which is one of my favorites um which is you know kind of a stuffed and fried poblano pepper and i bought a dinner and i was eating it and i was just saying to myself like like this is true flavor you can not forget the cheese forget the you know the bread it you know forget the oil like you can actually taste the flavor of that pepper Right. And yeah. yeah, it's um talk about versatility, you know, just well, the pepper you know, family in general. Yeah. And I grew um no, I didn't grow. So I went the same guy who got me on um husk tomatoes or ground mm-hmm. cherries. Mm-hmm. Uh this is the last time I'm gonna refer to them as ground cherries because I know them as husk tomatoes. Okay. H U S K. So you guys mm-hmm. just gonna have to like deal with it because it's too yeah. too much. <laughs> but he got me on uh bell peppers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he was the same thing he was like here man have a piece 
And I was like, no, nah, man, I'm good. I've had a bell pepper. He's like, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I tried and I was like, holy shit, this is a totally different experience. Mm-hmm, this is not mm-hmm. even like, it's like this came from another planet. Mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm. what got me started growing bell peppers. I never grew bell peppers before. But then yeah. I tasted that and I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. And that's why like, that's another one of the, it's a f- one of the few vegetables that I will pick up out there and I will eat, you know? And that's why I'm growing yeah. the lipstick peppers in particular because they're prolific, prolific is that right? Prolific? Yeah. F for mm-hmm. L-I-F-I-C, yeah. Okay. Prolific. And um, it you, won't I like... I think you're really putting it too much emphasis on a, a particular... I mean, if we're going to do grammar one-on-one... No, I don't, I don't, I'm just teasing. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> so it's just, you know, it's if it's going to be real productive, mm-hmm. then I will, uh, you know, I will eat them out there. But if I'm only getting like a couple here and there, then I don't yeah. eat them out there because I want to share them with the family. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I'm growing those... But so I'm, I'm actually of, growing the most peppers I've ever grown before this year. Yeah, I'm growing a bunch of peppers as well. And it's similar to the tomato, right? I mentioned this someplace about like looking for the like kind of what my standbys will be as I continue to garden, like what yeah. my absolute favorite tomatoes are. Um, and I basically have 400 to choose from. Um, but peppers are a great example of that. Like they're givers, man. Yeah. Um, and I talked about on this podcast before about bell peppers, I was kind of indifferent because I never really got a good harvest from bell peppers. Um, and last year changed that. Right. How did, you know, how did you plant those last year? I planted a lot of the bell peppers <laughs> near my tomatoes as I was, as was suggested by my wonderful co-host. What did they No, I'm, I'm not asking to rub it in. I'm asking you like, did that, did you see a difference? Um, I'm going to err on, on the side of, yeah, it did make a difference, but I'm still not convinced by that whole... Another year? Takes another yeah, year? It takes, it takes yeah. three years. We already know okay. that. So Yeah, we know that. Year, year two. <laughs> All right. Um, We're running out of turn. time. We got more. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite melon? In my limited melon growing career, um, I'm going to go with... Honeydew. Uh, 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 yeah. How dare no, you actually, come on this no. show and talk about a honeydew? Actually, the favorite melon from last year was the mango hybrid mm-hmm. melon. That's the, I mean, that's the best melon I've ever had to taste. Um, so oh, yeah, that was a hybrid, answer. wasn't it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the seeds you sent me might not come out as ma- mango, huh? It may not. It may not. Luckily, I'm going to be have... pissed if I grow them and they don't come back as mango, just so you I... know. I have the original seeds, which I should have been a nice friend and giving you some of those. So I know I'm going to get mango seeds from that. I, or mean, mango I hope they spliced that. them with something good. That was, was something good. Yeah. So just to, for the record, if you're looking for those in the stores, it doesn't taste like a mango. It's just a super dude. It's the sweetest melon I've ever had. Um, period. Not just what I've grown, but period. Um, so, so yeah, that one um, I'm going to go with is my favorite. Um, growing melons, though, I mean, it's not the... It's it's not the easiest, uh-uh. you know. It seems to be from everyone that I've talked about with talked to about melons. It seems hit or miss. Um, I had a really good first year out, you know. So they're thirsty, boy. Are yeah. they thirsty? Yeah. Mine. Do I even need to say it out loud? Yeah, you do. Watermelon. 
Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. It's classic, dude. Yeah. It's That's classic. That's my favorite melon, period. Um, but I didn't get not a one going back to it being hard, hard to grow, like melon or some melons being hard to grow. And yeah. I just don't have enough space, I don't think. I don't want to dedicate enough space to grow like the real size melons. So Yeah, I mean, they take up a lot of space. I grew um last year my melons were hit or miss, but that was the soil issues. Mm-hmm. Um there was a calcium issue, which was a lime issue, or not a lime, an acidity issue. But um, otherwise, like I, I got, I mean, the year before I was getting like 50, 20, 30 pound melons mm-hmm. and um, it was amazing. It's great. It's just like when I think of summertime, I think yeah. of watermelon. Space and time. Yeah. Space Pardon and time. Me, and that's, that I have to consider when it comes to melons. That's why you need to have a wild garden. Yeah. My favorite one of your gardens. Um, What's next? What's another category? Um, Is it? Alums, al- alliums, alliums. Yeah, alliums. Yeah, it's not a whole lot in there, but. Uh, okay, do you like onions or garlic? Yeah, right. I'm gonna enough. go with yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna choose one. You choose the other. I'm gonna go with onions. Well, that's um, good because I choose garlic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Surprisingly satisfying to grow, though. Um, I, I went yeah. to check to see. I don't see anything for my garlic yet, but I'm still hopeful. You'll you'll see it soon. Yeah, yeah. Gar. I mean, it's the same thing as a root. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like you don't know what's down there. Like I've grown garlic before and I go to pull it up and I'm like, oh, there's nothing there. And then I yeah. pull it up. I'm like, holy crap. I got this huge garlic. So, uh-huh. you know, and it can change a dish so fast. Remember, I'm kind of like eh for garlic. But last year when I committed to planting it, um, I ended up buying a lot more of it. And it's. Even the smell of it used to kind of turn me off, but now it's kind of like, I feel like I'm really cooking, you know, like I'm adding it to all kinds of things. Dude, you could literally be in the kitchen cooking a pile of dog crap and throw some garlic (laughs) in it and people be like, damn, that smells good. What you cooking? You know what I mean? Like every time I'm cooking and my wife comes. (laughs) I can't with you. It's true. It's like, mm, that smells good. I'm like, yeah, I don't have anything but garlic in the pan, but thanks for asking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's similar, you know, going back to the onion, it's similar to like when you're sauteing onions, right? Yeah. Um, there really is that feeling. I mean, it's kind of a universal kind of, you know, item to add to dishes too. Um, What's your favorite way to eat an onion? Like an apple. No, so I like, uh, my favorite way to eat an onion is... You didn't even is, phase me with that. Yeah, my favorite way to eat an onion is um, lightly grilled. Okay, mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, I like that. My um for for garlic, mine um, I take it and put it in tin foil in the oven, and mm-hmm. then just put like a quarter teaspoon of oil in it, and mm-hmm. then I just eat the cloves straight up. Yeah. So I yeah. like that. You know, vampires stay away. Uh-huh. They will not be here. You know. Yeah, my, that was your commitment for 2021 to minimize uh, vampire. Oh yeah, take for sure. Yeah. There will be no more vampires in my yard. Yeah. So. Um, I think we have just one more area that we have to cover. What is that? Your favorite herbs. Oh shoot! You only get one. You only get one. Those are your <laughs> rules. <laughs> Go ahead, ladies first. Um, so I'm going to go with, um, it's my favorite and my least favorite. Oh, 
I know it's a double one. It's mint. And it, yeah. it, it could be peppermint or spearmint. Um, there's a level of joy that comes with it. Um, it's a fighter, right? Which kind of teeters on the reason why it's not so much of a favorite. Um, it's such a great thing to gift, you know, like I had a couple of years ago, a guy working on, um, my deck and I was just like pulling handfuls of men out to give them. And he, he came back like a couple of days later, he planted it in his garden. It's, um, you know, they're not a million ways to, for me to consume it, but right. it didn't have to be, you know, um, it's, it's definitely, uh, it leaves a smell in the garden. That's so pleasant. Um, so keeps deer away. I, well, luckily, Oh, maybe you it is keeping deer away. No, maybe it's the mint all of these years that they haven't come into the city, the deer. <laughs> it's because you pulled mint out of your garden, spread it around Chicago, that the deer Absolutely. are like, screw Chicago, I'm Absolutely. done. You're welcome, Mayor yeah. and residents. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the only reason why I don't like it is how invasive it is. Yeah, it is. It is pretty damn invasive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I grow mint for um, the medicinal properties. Mm-hmm. That's why I grow it. So, um, and that allows me to use a lot of it. But mm-hmm. that's a solid choice, and it's a surprising yeah. choice too. Okay, I, but I, you I, you don't you like know, mint. You you surprise me all the time. Well, that's the thing. We got to keep this thing fresh, man. We can't be out here just like, let me pick the answer out of your head, Batavia. No. Uh-uh. Okay. So what do you think my favorite is? I don't know. I don't want to guess. I want you to guess. Um, Rosemary? No, that's a solid choice, though. Okay. Yeah. That's you a hear solid the question choice. around that, though. Rosemary? Yeah. Yeah. You sound like my son. <laughs> Just don't guess. Think about the answer. <laughs> yeah. Just think about it, damn it. No, it, for me it's um it's basil. Oh, yeah. oh that's I'm gonna go with really, the classic. Yeah, that's I actually um just sowed some basil seeds. I'm going big on basil this year. I have yeah, one of my good girlfriends. Oh uh, yeah, I have three. Take oh. that. I know, right? One is just for color. Um it's the purple Petra basil. Yeah. What, what basils are you growing? It's the regular Genovese basil, which is the most traditional, I think. But I have this um, lettuce leaf basil that I'm excited about. Like it's supposed to be like the size of your hand, the leaves. Um, So, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that to see what that happens with that. Yeah, we're doing Thai lime basil and just Mm. regular basil, which Mm -hmm. I've never done anything other than regular basil. And this year, I was like, you know what? I had the seeds. Let's let's live on the edge a little bit. Yeah, and and I actually never started it by seed. I always oh, took a clipping okay. and started it. That's how I'd always done it. Yeah. So um, this a, is my first year. A good girlfriend. It's the uh, girlfriend, kind of one of my garden partners, one of my, you know, advisors. And she does like a shit ton of basil every year. She gifts it to people in her um, kind of her apartment building or her condo building. Um, and she did, I think like three years ago, she did like, chocolate basil you know the the lime one that you just mentioned like she did all kinds of different varieties and um yeah it's interesting it kind of folds back into we call it basil but then there's just it's so much more um so yeah, it, I mean, it runs you can, deep when it comes to varieties well and the, the reason why i like it so much and um it's versatile Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I love rosemary, but you can't use it, but in like so many things, yeah. you yeah. know what I mean? It's like sage is good, but like, yeah. how often do you use sage? 
Thanksgiving. Cilantro. That's it. Yeah. So you're maybe. growing this plant for Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. Maybe Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. And then cilantro, like it's good, but it's limited as well. Like mm-hmm. there's not but so many dishes I would throw cilantro in. So yeah, I do a really um, often an Italian blend, if you will, like you know parsley, oregano. Um, but you got to grow a lot of that to get to the point of drying enough of it. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, those are some honorable mentions, but... Yeah, and so I'm making... Um, I know we had talked about in a previous episode, if you haven't seen it, go check it out, what we're doing new in our gardens this year, mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. garden resolutions, one of the two. Either way, check them both out. They're great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, I had said that I wasn't going to buy any of my plants this year, mm-hmm. and I have to say that for my herbs, because I'm trying to rebuild from the hurricane, I mm-hmm. do need to... Um, buy my oregano this year because I want to fill it out and I ran out of room Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. sometimes they're hard to start and they take a long time to grow so I owed my herbs last year with the exception (laughs) of the um, rosemary plant that was there from two years ago I started them all you know indoors and it's I mean I probably should have already started most of mine but I haven't so I think those are good examples I think you've given this tip before Um, rosemary was probably the example we were using like just buy the plant yeah just just buy the plant you know just buy the plant be done with Um, it yeah yeah I mean because a lot of them are perennial too mm -hmm, you know depending mm -hmm. on where you live I mean if you live in um, Batavia's zone what 6A as in apple. We are moving on from... We're moving on. We are now keeping it nice and polite. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's 6A as in aw shucks. Yeah. 6A as in she's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, you know, in a lot of places, they are perennial. Like Mm -hmm. my lemon thyme has made it all through the winter here. Oh, Oh, real quick. So the rosemary, we talked about this. Planted in like 2018, maybe planted in 2019 as a starter plant that I purchased. Uh, Bed was covered in 2019 going into 2020, covered with plastic over that winter. It bounced back and looked great in 2020 in Chicago in zone 6A. I didn't cover that bed this year. So kind of 2020 going into 2020. one um and it's looking bad so i'm gonna keep an eye on it i actually wanted to move it so it's not the end of the world if i have to spend three bucks on a new plant um but i'm just you know we're gonna see we're gonna test that whole is it really perennial in this zone you remember we had some really bad weather this year yeah so we'll see if it comes back you know i think if you do a little bit of mulching and then keep it covered with snow i bet Mm -hmm. you'd be surprised Mm -hmm. we'll see you know yeah we will see I was surprised when I lived in um, zone 6A as well, um, which I believe might be true. It might not be true now. I'm not going to keep up with it because I don't live there. (laughs) I know that it was not 7. It may have been 5. It may have been 6A, 6B, something. I don't know. But my time lived in a pot on the back Mm -hmm. porch. Mm -hmm. It survived the winter. So I know. And, you know, it wasn't supposed to do that, but it got covered Mm -hmm. in snow and I just left it. Yeah. So I think that's all of you know what? I know we've missed something. Yeah, absolutely we did. But I mean, oh, we, we, did. we don't want to... What? Fruit. Oh. 
it's okay if you can't pick something. And oh, look. I'm a, I'm gonna pick strawberries, um, and I'm gonna pick strawberries because I grow strawberries. I'm gonna pick strawberries because I haven't killed strawberries yet. Um, I'm gonna pick strawberries because it's one of those pleasant looking plants. Um, it kind of you know it's uh, it's almost invasive, right? But in a good way. Um, and the ones that I've planted and grown, I've grown them in two separate times kind of in my garden life um they you know take a licking and keep on ticking um the only asterisk around them is to really get a good crop you really got to plant you know one strawberry plant isn't going to do it you know so you gotta get three strawberries yeah you gotta kind of commit to it and i don't like any vegetables where it's like that first year sucker you know you gotta wait till the second year but it is what it is so strawberries blackberries mm-hmm, holla mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah i like blackberries <laughs> they're uh they're fun and yeah. they're good and, it, and truth be told if i could only if i could grow fruit like any fruit i would mm-hmm. not grow a single vegetable i would only grow fruit truth where, be told where are you wet what are you i am doing? right here i would have about? mango trees orange trees apple trees I would have, I mean, I would have an orchard. I would have blueberries, blackberries, mm-hmm. strawberries, raspberries, kiwis. I mean, you name it, you know, but I have to be able to grow like whatever I wanted in order to yeah. do that. So okay. Okay. that ain't going to happen. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's an impossible wish, but I mean, I don't, I'm not going to try to answer that. That would be a good um, dynamic if I was a fruit gardener and you were the mm-hmm. vegetable gardener. Yeah, and that it was would. it. It would. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, we would have not have shit to talk about. So. <laughs> it would be like a battle. Like, absolutely. Well, then you have that whole argument of what, you know, a tomato really is a fruit. But we're not going to go there. It's it's time for us to eat. That's what I was going to say. But um, anyways, it's time for me to give you and come up with the recipe of the day. Okay, I'm getting excited to make this, and I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to make it or not because I've never actually successfully grown this, but I've successfully yeah. cooked it. Okay. So, it's going to be bok choy um, flavored, you know, something with, I don't know, <laughs> we just make it, we don't have a name for it, so. Okay, all right, tell it's, us about um, it. Yeah, you take bok choy, and you're going to lightly steam it, okay? Mm-hmm. And I don't even cut it up, I just, you know, put it right in the pan, a little bit of water, and um, sauteed some garlic with it and then put in, um, uh, let me start over. Saute the garlic, mm-hmm. put in the uh, bok choy, put in uh, soy sauce, a little bit of soy sauce, and you're gonna actually steam with that. And then I'm gonna get hoisin sauce, H O I S O or E N, hoisin. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. not poison. Poison, mm-hmm. not that. We're gonna get hope. I'm sorry. <laughs> There's a dance move there for those that are wa- listening and not watching. You missed it. You missed it. Should <laughs> check it out right here on YouTube. Uh, but we're going to take hoisin sauce and you're going to drizzle it on. Now, hoisin sauce is basically pure sugar. So be careful mm-hmm. about how much you use. Mm-hmm. Um, I use a drizzle. And then at that point, I've, um, the soy sauce is cooked down. I'll add a little bit of sesame oil to kind of toss it and then just brown it a little bit and mm-hmm. serve it. And it's really good. So that's um that's a classic combination we use for a lot of vegetables, but yeah. for bok choy it works really well. Yeah. I like those kinds of recipes because um 
it is the reminder of for a lot because I love a leafy green, right? Yeah, which we kind of sort of didn't even include in this list, but that's fine. Um, and there's so many traditional ways to cook leafy greens, like bok choy. I bet you know the the top way is going to be steamed in some stir fry, right? But there's so many other ways, and you also reminded me that I didn't make a place for bok choy in my garden. Damn it. Yeah, so I mean I'm going to first- make a place, but I hadn't yet. So first of all, you had a chance to do uh, leafy greens and brassicas because that encompasses most of them. And you nope. said collards. Nope. Nope. Because if we would have talked about leafy greens, I would have said separate from brassicas, I would have folded in kale. I've been waiting an hour and five minutes to get that in there. <laughs> kale. Okay. <laughs> that would have been my second brassica? brassica. It is. That would have been my second brassica, but you didn't yeah. let me. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, that was your fault. I couldn't help um, myself. Yeah, but I mean, and you know, a lot of times what I I like to highlight those things in the dish instead mm. of burying it inside mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. a stir fry. Yeah. Cuz I'm going to tell you, I hate stir fry. It is the catch-all basic food for everything. Now that I've blown everybody's ears out talking to the mic like that, I apologize. Yeah. But uh, it's just one of those things that it's like, what are we going to have? Oh, I want something healthy. Let's have stir fry. You know yeah. what I mean? And there's so many other things you can do. There's, I mean, I think the enjoyment really folds into how fresh the ingredients are and yeah. how if you don't overcook it. Otherwise, it's kind of like, eh. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah. I, um, yeah. And in that recipe, gosh, I'm I just, hungry. I basically cook it until the edges of the leaves are like browned. You know what I mean? Like you'll never Mm -hmm. get the stock totally cooked. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's always going to be juicy. Isn't cheap in my neighborhood when Mm -hmm. it comes to buying it in the store. I'm going to look up. But it grows fast. Yeah, it grows fast, but I'm sure it's um, frost tender. I put a picture on my stories yesterday um, of my bok choy that I needed to thin. Mm -hmm. Didn't say it was bok choy, but when I thin it, I'm not going to cut it. I'm just going to separate it and replant it in other places because it's so fast to grow that I'll be able to turn around and get it out. And, and I had a guy come over to the house last weekend. Um, We have all the kids come over and play. Mm -hmm. And he was standing on my back porch. He's like, is that collards out there? It's like, yeah, the little boy. No, no, the guy. Oh, okay, okay. And he, he apparently had started a garden, so we started talking, and mm-hmm. um, he was saying that his bok choy, and this is in March, in early March in North Carolina, he mm-hmm. has it, and he's like, when can you, when do you harvest this stuff? And I was telling him, you know, for the record, look at the grocery store. If it looks like it does in a grocery store, harvest it. Yep, that's, that's basically, my, yeah, it's my number one tip when it comes to that, yeah. That's all I tell people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, yeah, I have bok choy, but it's all flowered. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I should have started yeah. earlier. Yeah, yeah. So I've I've successfully direct sowed bok choy, and I've done it like right just before summer. But you got it's a short window, right? So I was just looking up like you know I'm pretty sure I have to wait until after danger of frost. But um, and the trouble with bok choy for me is it's that white um, the uh, white moth, you know, the cabbage moth. Yeah, my bok choy is sitting outside and it froze. So uh, yeah, yeah. But my freezing isn't as hardcore as yours. Yeah. I mean, I just know that those leaves are really, really tender. Um, yeah. And last year, I did it last fall, and I didn't cover them. And, you know, they just got ate up. Um, so I got to figure out where to put them uh, yeah. for this year. I'm going to get them this, this spring. Damn it. In, um, 
two weeks after my, well, about the time this airs, I should be planting out my tomatoes. Mm-hmm. So I usually wait two weeks after my last frost. You plant tomatoes. And I put I'm not going to make yep. any commitments. I don't want to become, you know, the person that doesn't keep their commitments. That's okay. For tomatoes. You don't have to. I'm still a little bit nervous about the, the early planting for my summer garden, but you know, I'm going to fight through it. So look, you guys have been on a roller coaster today. You've heard both of us get upset. You have heard me drop the mother of all cuss words, which I still have not decided if I'm going to bleep out, which by the time you get to this, you will know that it probably has been bleeped out because it's just too hardcore. Yeah. You have been through Batavia borderline crying. We've been laughing. We've been joking because we're talking about all of our favorite ones. Yeah. What are your favorite vegetables? Let us know. Check us out in all our usual places. You got anything to tell the good people? See ya. Thanks for hanging out with us today. If you want to see what we're up to or just stay up to date on all the announcements regarding the show or anything gardening, then you can follow us on Instagram at Backyard Gardens TV. We love seeing what you guys are doing. So use hashtag BYG podcast in your posts and we'll be sharing your gardens with the Backyard Gardens community. And check us out on YouTube at Backyard Gardens where we will post this show, all of our other shows, clips, and then also some gardening tips and just gardening entertainment. And you can see us at our website at BackyardGardensTV.com. But that's it for today's show. So help us as we learn to grow and grow for change. And until next time, we'll catch you guys later. We'll call this one a wrap. Now you know why people feel like celebrating at harvest time. All over the world, people have feasting and good times when the crops have been gathered in. 